Thread Film Radio. Thread Film Radio. I'm Angela Cherby from the Trieste Science Plus Fiction Festival. I'm here with Neil Marshall. Good morning. Hi there. Good morning. Uh, let's talk. Well, you're here for many reasons at this festival. You are. There is a tribute to your movies. You are president of, of the jury and you have the premiere of your new film. So let's start from the duties. How is I, it being um, a judge? Yeah, I'm spoiled, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's been spoiled this year. Yeah, I, uh, uh, well, I, it's, it's great fun being part of a jury. Um, you know, you get to experience a lot more of the festival. As a director, you kind of like usually like show up, show your film and leave. But as only on the jury, you get to see much more of the festival and spend more time. And I've had the chance to explore Trieste and, you know, which I, because I've never been here before. So, um, so that's a real pleasure. And it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit overwhelming that I'm both celebrating 20 years of my first film and having a, uh, my new film come out at the same time. But I, I, I love it. It's, it's oh, very okay. exciting. I can imagine. Listen, how do you feel being on the other side of the barricade in terms of, being the one to judge instead of being judged? Um, I, I, I guess I, I treat it as a serious responsibility It's uh, to, to be judging other people's films because, um, you know, lest ye be judged, as they say. So um, I, it's a very, very serious responsibility and, and it's a pleasure seeing so many great filmmakers out there, you know, competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's competition, but, uh, but they're great. You know, the film, the quality of the films has been amazing. And, uh, you know, I've got to go downstairs in a minute and vote for who I think should win. So uh, oh, there, wow. is, there is a degree of responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, which is your, what's your attitude towards uh, your role? I mean, what are you looking for in a movie to be a good one? A number of factors. Primarily what I'm looking for is a film that will engage me so much that I forget that I'm watching a film, that I'm, you know, that I'm just thoroughly engaged with a great story, great characters, you know, and try not to step out of it and observe how it's made or things like that. Maybe afterwards, you know, you then sort of, you can view it as a whole afterwards and say, well, you know, I appreciate the direction and the editing, but if it's a really great film, you're not thinking about that while it's happening, you're involved in it. And that's always what I'm looking for. Okay. So let's go to the personal part. Let's talk about the lair, which is your last film. Yeah. Uh, it is, this is the second film you write, you, you write together with Charlotte Kirk. Yes. And uh, she's also starring in it. So how is, your, how is your creative process, the two of you? How did you work together? Well, uh, so we, you know, I, I kind of physically do the typing, um, <laughs> but it tends to be that we will um, hash out a story together, make some notes, we'll start writing away, maybe I'll do a scene or a couple of scenes. We'll discuss that. We'll discuss where the story's going to go. We'll bounce ideas backwards and forwards off each other, make a whole set of new notes, and then just start expanding it and expanding it as you go. Uh, and then, you know, we'll get a first draft done and then, you know, we'll, we'll go through that, make more notes. And, and, and it's, it's that process. Um, Is there a, a moment where you came out with the idea? I mean, how does the idea come? Um, it's it's hard to pinpoint. Um, in some films, it, it, it's, it has been quite easy to pinpoint, but in the case of The Lair, it was kind of a, a weirdly organic growth that um, I do, you know, we were in Los Angeles, where we were living at the time. It was lockdown. It was one of, one of the many lockdowns. And a friend of ours approached us and said, look, um, 
I, 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 first idea that I know <clears throat> said, I have some friends who have a house in the desert. And maybe if there's like, if we could come up with a little story with just like a, 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 a few cast and very few crew, and maybe we could make a little film out there. And that never happened. But the idea was in my head of like, trying to do something COVID friendly because we did at that point, we didn't know when it was going to end. So it was like, yeah, well, yeah. if I want to make films, you know, if I want to make films, I need to make something that's going to practically work, which is like, you know, minimal cast, minimal crew, minimal locations, uh, maybe somewhere hot and, and, and deserty like, and, uh, and suddenly emerged from there, this idea of, you know, being in Afghanistan, soldiers, aliens, Russian bunkers, and things like that all just kind of grew out of that. I mean, um, Charlotte's the first one to say, like, I'm really bad at writing low budget stuff, uh, because my ambitions just get the better of me all the time. And I, and, and things just get way, way, way bigger and more ambitious. Um, you know, so it just kind of grew that way. It, it, it emerged. That's what it was. It revealed itself. It's weird how lockdown was a booster for creativity, right? It was a great. It, it forced people like uh, myself to write. Yeah, it was a good time to write because, like, what else could you do? So <laughs> exactly, uh, your film is like it's a kind of a celebration of 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 two genres. You have we have I mean the action and the horror together, and which you managed to take on on a good level of of uh, balancing between the two. Mm-hmm. It was difficult writing wise to to cap that two genres that are kind of eating each other up, not uh, have I mean make even this not happening. Yeah, but I, th- I well, I mean, all of my horror films involve some degree of action anyway. I I think the two things can work hand in hand. It's, it's to do with intensity, you know. It's it's suspense and intensity, and I I wanted to make a film that was intense. Uh, on, on the action front and, and by combining that with horror, it kind of ramped up the suspense and the mystery and all the other, the, the factors, uh, that would add into a horror film. So, um, yeah, I just, I, don't know, I just laid it on thick. <laughs> I just thought, let's try it and see where it goes. Because, I mean, both horrors have some rules, let's say it, mm-hmm. and, uh, rules in terms of character, of narrative pace. You have monsters too. You have, Uh, over-the-top characters at some point. So yes. uh, it was, um, and because it's really, really funny too. I mean, it's really entertaining. It's scary, but it's entertaining at the same time. Yeah. So it, it was, uh, it was a, good, a good, good work of, you know, mixture. And was it something that was already scripted like with this or you made changes No, it was always intense because my previous film, The Reckoning, was much more of a serious film and was attempting to, you know, have a message to it. Um, and with this one, I kind of wanted to go in the opposite direction and just make something purely entertaining, mm-hmm. um, you know, designed to scare and, and thrill and make people laugh in equal measure. Uh, very much in the same kind of tone as, as my first film, Dog Soldiers where it can be scary one minute, but then the next minute there's a great one-liner from one of the characters. Um, and it's never undermining the horror of the situation because it comes from the characters and how they deal with it. So, um, so yeah, I definitely wanted to, you know, wanted to make something that was just fun, just really good fun. It was funny because it, it, sometimes, as, as I said, some, some characters were really over the top. There was so, there were too much. 
there were too much to be to be. Uh, I mean, uh, Charlotte's character that, that every time she shot somebody, she kills somebody. She never misses a shot, which is like <laughs> a moment. Or uh, you know, the lieutenant had this weird accent that is very funny because it's too much as well. So all those things are not, as you said, they're not diminishing the intensity of the film. They're just being like cherry on the cake, as you may, if I may say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you see, if you if you watch it again, you'll see that, that Charlotte actually misses quite a lot. But um, I, I don't know if she, yeah, she only. Yeah, at the very beginning, she is like a hell of a shooter, you know. Yeah, uh, she yeah she takes out a few people at the beginning, uh, to be sure, um, and then misses. Yeah, anyway, but the, and then the character, the the current, the the major in the camp. Yeah. Um, somebody said the other day said the only thing that that character was missing was a big cigar. Yeah, um, exactly. so I like, oh yeah, I should have given a big scar because he, yes, he's absolutely meant to be larger than life, you know. Um, bit of a sort of uh, a robust, you know, it's of a, of a type, you know, very much of a type. Yeah, for these kind I of films. I wanted to ask you something about the monsters because the monsters were, uh, I mean, aesthetically, how did you decide to be them this way? How? It was just a combination of elements that I, I put down a list of like what I wanted for the monsters. It's like, you know, they're aliens. I want to do them practically. So it's going to be a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted them to have tentacles because it's, you know, it's aliens should always have tentacles. Uh, I wanted them to have lots of teeth and like multiple rows of teeth, like a shark. And then I wanted the face to be kind of really holy and disgusting and not have eyes or ears or anything like that. So it was just like, they just ticked off all this, this, this little list that I had. And the world, because they have any reminiscence of you know, Venom, for example, or the, the first Alien, of course. Alien, aliens are always reminding us of Alien. This, this, yes. This is, There's no way around it. Anything to do with this. As soon as it's an Alien and it's got slime coming out yeah. of its mouth, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like Alien. But um, and Venom, I don't know. I guess that's just the teeth thing more than anything. Thing and then this coaster. Uh, I have one last question, which is a more general question. Um, why do you think the genre film has always been so popular? I mean, they never, even through every cycle crisis of cinema, uh, genre movies always stay. Uh, maybe because of more, uh, you know, more than any other genre, it's 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 escapism and uh, imagination. I think they are, they are the best for exploring people's imaginations and giving, showing people things that they either can't imagine or, you know, uh, want to imagine. It's, I don't know. I think it's the biggest exploration of pure imagination. Pure imagination and fun. And as you yeah. say, yeah, and fun. Kinds of issues, personal issues. This is like two hours of completely forgetting. Yeah. Art. It's it's genuine escapism to a faraway world. It's, it takes you back to your childhood of fairy tales and things like that, and, you know, which were both scary and, you know, amazing, you know, beautiful amazing. and scary. Uh, do we have to expect like a sequel to The Lair? Because the end, it could be an open. Uh, it's, certainly, it's certainly open to a sequel. Um, whether we'll get one or not, who knows? <laughs> but, you know. But in your mind, there is a potential sequel of it. Oh, definitely. There's definitely the suggestion that it could continue somehow. Well, thank you a lot. Thank you a lot to Neil Marshall for having been with us at Fred Radio, director of Delaire and president of the jury of the Trieste Science and Fiction Festival. Thank you very much. Good luck with your film that, that would be in theaters and online pretty soon, like already been. It is. Yes, uh, very soon. I'm not sure 
when when it's coming out in Italy yet, but yes, it will be soon. So thanks a lot. It was Angela Cherby for Fred Film Radio, the Festival Insider. Thank you. Thank you. Fred Film Radio, 24-7 on fred.fm and smartphone apps.